Welcome to podcast series, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. I'm Catherine Brassel, and today we turn our attention to Europe and specifically to Helsinki, where we are joined by co-founder and CEO, Thomas Tejavonen, who is heading up things at Holvi. Holvi offers small businesses, from freelancers to micro-businesses and growing startups, a home for their finances. With a business account and MasterCard, invoicing and bookkeeping tools all in one place, Holvi simplifies the time-consuming distractions of financial admin, helping small business owners manage their balance sheets. Hi there, Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are things in Helsinki? Very, very good. I hope it's been a good start to the week for you guys. No, absolutely. And we have a lovely winter weather out here in Helsinki. Yeah, uh, Cape Town's beautiful and sunny, but I won't rub that in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast with us today. Um, and yeah, we'd love to dive straight in and and really just get to know you better Um you know, as a co-founder and really understand a bit more about your personal career journey and really what led you to co-found Holvi. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so I've been an entrepreneur um, for all of my, my career. Um, we started our first company with a bunch of friends, um, kind of, well, not even right out of university, but during university times. Um, so doing software subcontracting um, type of work and then then a couple of more startup ventures as as well. Um, and kind of my background and and then um, some of the other people that that um, kind of joined in the early days of, of Holloway. So we all came from from entrepreneurial background, running our own own businesses. And, and we always felt that that there wasn't really this kind of service that would allow us to to manage the finances as as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, the way that we'd we'd like um, we'd like the the kind of the ease of use um, that you started to see in in all the kind of SaaS software um, banking really didn't have that. Um, so so kind of the genesis for all of it was very much that we wanted to build the kind of banking and business management uh, service and experience that that we'd like to have ourselves as as entrepreneurs. Yeah, understood, understood. And um and I mean you as a leader, what would you sort of say is you know are one of your core strengths and um and how do you actually select your teams and the people that you hire at Holvi? Yeah, so um of course um as as we um work in in the fintech space um and provide um really end-to-end banking services to to small business customers um it is a a very heavily regulated space um so of course as a as a fintech leader um I think it's always important to understand really deeply the also the regulatory environment where you um work in as as well as of course um all the technologies um around that so i i always um when mentoring kind of um kind of a younger founders um going into fintech that that you should really kind of do a deep dive into the regulation understand everything that impinges on the on the area of of the business that you want to go in uh, because un- unless you really understand the playing field you you won't be able to well create the innovative services but also services that are are compliant so of course as um, as a regulated player um in our team um we also always look at at people that that work well um 
in in this kind of um difficult environment but also at the same time um as we are building services um to help um small business owners and entrepreneurs to better run their businesses we value a lot if if people come from an entrepreneurial background so if they've been uh, a freelancer um or if they've run their own own small business that's that's always a a great background to to work at Hallway because then you really understand understand um our customers because you've you've literally been been yeah. in their their shoes in 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 your career so so that's something that that we really value and and it's been um great to see that um over the years we've had a lot of people kind of jump to to the other side of the of the table so people who've been our customers um who who've then um come to work at at the company um and maybe they've they've seen that okay um always a great product helps me run my business but but maybe it could be a little bit better in in these and these areas and 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 as a customer I would actually really know um how to make Holby better so so it's always great to to get get um people on the team who've, who've been customers really understand what works and also what doesn't work in in, in our offering, um, but also who have like entrepreneurial background. Yeah, I think, you know, being being able to understand those pain points firsthand is always, a, you know, a big game changer, I would say, uh, especially, in the, especially in the startup space. Uh, you did. So you spoke about some of those regulatory uh, challenges. Um, I mean, aside from that, um, you know, obviously being in the banking space, it is, of course, a massive challenge. But what have been some of the other complexities that um, within the domain and, and particularly in the startup space that you have? have been up against and um you know managed to overcome or maybe are still up against well i mean of course of course it's always a, a dynamic environment so what what works um what works today um probably won't work tomorrow so so there's always um things things change um i mean the, the kind of the experience that that took a little bit of time to learn to understand for for me when when kind of starting the Kind of the first entrepreneur ventures was that, like as a as a kind of startup founder, um, you always have like one, two, three different fires, um, kind of acute things that you need to deal with, um, some existential issues for for the company that 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 you feel that oh my god, this this thing is going to to kill the company, and and you always kind of feel and think that okay, if I just resolve this this is one and two things um then okay okay then i can can kind of relax and things are things are going to get get easier um if 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 that's that's the right way to put it but but then the kind of the big realization is of course that whenever you fix those one or two or three burning issues then you've got that space is immediately filled it's just the the next issue that was not maybe as burning but once you have the bandwidth for that it, it becomes the burning issue so so it kind of it kind of never gets easier and, and if you kind of um come to this this kind of startup space and expect it to, to kind of become easier um it doesn't um and and part of that is of course the the fact that as startups we're, we're all looking to grow um, yeah and of course as you as you grow, it is it is always um, new challenges, and and I mean over the years, we've gone through multiple times um, kind of this experience where where kind of the the team size doubles. You go from 
first like five people to 10 people, 20, 40, 80, 160. Um, and it's always when you double the team, kind of everything breaks. Um, you just find out that the nothing kind of organizationally, it just doesn't work anymore and, and you need to need to restructure the the company again. Um, but those are always always kind of not easy challenges, but positive challenges that come with 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 growth. Um, and then of course, um, also sometimes um, business might not be going as as well and you might need to you also go the other direction and downside uh, downsize a little bit. Um, and that's of course um, the most challenging times in an in an entrepreneurial career. Like how do you how do you handle the the times when when things really might not be going going well and um, and that you you get through that and 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 keep the keep the team motivated even though it 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 for for many can be super super hard. Going back to when the company was first started, I mean it's it's over ten years old now. Um, I would imagine, I mean, time, it was a very different time then. I mean, how did you overcome, you know, gaining, tr- you know, customer trust and confidence and investor trust and confidence at a time when digital banking was so new? Yeah, no, no, uh, absolutely. Um, so we we started the business in in 2011. So so we've been been in business um, about 10 years or so, um, and it definitely uh, for the fintech space um, was. Um, Quite a different different world, and um, and I always always um, tell this joke that um, one of our early investors, um, when he went um, back to his partnership, that okay, I'd like to invest in this this company from from Helsinki. That okay, um, so you you were supposed to invest in 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 like fintech, but you're investing in fintech as in tech form from Finland. <laughs> But it, it was just really quite quite different world. Like no one was really talking about fintech, and there wasn't really fintech investors as as such. Um, kind of one of the the first ones were were starting out. But whereas now these days everyone is a is a fintech investor. If you look at at, at VCs, um, so kind of a couple of challenges um, in those early days. Um, of course, one um, with customers to to. Kind of make sure that customers would trust us as a very young startup to to actually manage their money and and as as a regulated entity um, we actually manage their money as as customer funds so so to hold off off of their their cash um, and that was always um, amazing to see that customers would would um, trust us with that 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 responsibility. Um, but a lot of that that um for for us kind of the the key to breaking that, that trust barrier was to very actively work with the earliest customers in 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 kind of di- different uh micro verticals um and once we'd kind of really hands on won the trust of of well uh, another thing that that no one talked about 10 years ago was influencers but that was what what they effectively were um of influencers in, in in specific segments, people who might be um, a very well known yoga teacher, um, and and we help them manage run, run their their yoga business better with with Holovy. So when they told then their peers in the in the yoga industry that hey Holovy helps me run my business, um, so that was the reference that that um, that that really helped to to break the 
the trust barrier. Um, with with investors, it was maybe even even tougher because it really was so early to to fintech and the the idea of of building an effectively bank replacement while regulated as a, as a non bank entity, um, and that was also very early. Um, when the, the regulatory environment in Europe had changed and allowed these um, non-bank entities to start providing uh, current accounts and payment services, um, so so for investors to really really understand that that okay, you are a a at that time very small startup and you are effectively replacing uh, a big part of of what traditional banks provide for for small businesses like how is that even possible is that even legal yeah, um, so, yeah. so that was really because it was so so early to mm, mm. to to the industry and fast forward now um i mean how would you say holvi are challenging you know the traditional you know the incumbent banks i mean do you see the future of banking really changing and and one where they even start to become redundant well, I don't. I don't think that the traditional players will be redundant, and of course, the traditional players have um, brought pretty good digital services um, these days. Um, so they've they've also really really caught up. But but in ver- very many ways, the the customer segment that that we service uh, from solo entrepreneurs to to small business customers that is still an, an underserved um, segment in the in the market. So the traditional players might have pretty good services now for for the the individual consumer they might have pretty good services for for larger businesses but the area really from from solo entrepreneurs to small businesses still very much um underserved um and and um it's it's been the area that that we've served from from the start and um and we we still still i i would say that that it it is not a by by far not not a fully fully solved solved problem so banking and and business management can still be much better for for small business customers and um you know obviously again fast forwarding to today um you know there are a lot of up and coming uh you know open banking and digital banks challenger banks neo banks um under lots of different names and uh i mean you know talking a bit more about it's becoming a lot more of a competitive environment. Um, you know, how do you see that sort of competition impacting you in the space at the moment? I mean, we always very much um, welcome competition in in the space. Um, at the end of the day, um, even if you take in in aggregate um, all the neo banks, everyone in 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 our area, um, it's still there is so much market. To, to be captured. Um, there's so much um, kind of different niches to that market to, to be to be served. So um, we're no, nowhere near kind of saturating the, the, the market. And we think that it's, it's beneficial that there is, is other players in the market, like what, what I described from, from kind of the early years, 10 years ago. Um, also for customers, it was um, kind of quite novel that, that hey, okay, I, I get Kind of my banking needs serviced by a a a, a non bank player um, by a startup um, very novel con- concept um, also for customers so having more players in the space helps to educate also potential customers that that hey there is better way to 
to to run your business better services out there compared to compared to what the what the traditional players can provide talk to us a little bit more about what's on the horizon this year at Holvi um and really what can listeners get excited about this year no absolutely and um and and if i take a little bit of a step back um so of course we had um at the company um big changes um over the past year in in 2021 so um we used to be owned um 100% by um or were owned by for 5 years by by the spanish banking giant bbva um but we did a management buyout um at the start of 21 so we've now been a for a year um fully team owned um Entity, so you can you can definitely now say that it is from entrepreneurs to entrepreneurs mm, because that's awesome. we we are it is it is the team that that runs and owns owns the 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 company. So that's that's been a big thing um, last year. Um, but of course, we've also been um, working a lot on the on the product um, in the past twelve months, um, and the the big um, new um, service that we brought to to customers that we just at the start of Feb- February um, launched in in general availability is our credit products um, first in in Germany and Finland as the the initial markets um, so now really as a, as a small business customer you do get from us um, not only the the business management software so you can manage your invoicing uh, you can sell online directly an online store module that we provide, um, you can manage your expenses. Um, we provide a, a full insights dashboard so you see how your business is, is doing. Then we also provide all the, the necessary payment services, whether it's cards or bank transfers. But now we've really complemented and, and, and brought it full circle that, that we also bring in in credit um, to help our customers, customers grow um, when they need some additional financial resources to kind of take their own businesses to to the next level um, and that's been um quite along in the in the works that we've um really wanted to to bring credit services um lending us as part of the mix and and now as a as a, a team-owned company um we have the flexibility to to really kind of move fast and and bring bring those types of services that our customers really have been asking from us uh for for quite a while so super happy that that we have that now on the market and like you mentioned, a lot of those customers do now work with you. So it's an exciting space to be in, like you say, a team-owned company. So everyone's super invested in it. And I'm sure it's only going to grow from strength to strength. So, yeah. So we're excited to sort of see you guys, uh, watch you guys over the next year and and see that all come to fruition. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, if our listeners would like to reach out to you, what is the best way they can get hold of you? I think LinkedIn is is the best best channel. So email is always super swamped. So LinkedIn is actually better. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tuomas, for your time and um, just wishing you all the best and we'll definitely keep in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. Please follow us on LinkedIn under Talent in the Cloud, or if you're interested in exec talent, expanding your fintech team, or you yourself are looking for an exciting change in your career, please check out our website, talentinthecloud.io.